It's a good show. Hey, this is Abby Weems from Potty Mouth, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball Gives a Shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, bring questions to the songs which we will randomly select you with the help of our friends. Synchronicity. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. It's a pop oracle, and every show features a musical guest providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And today's show that we are recording here at Starburns Industries on Tuesday, February 13th, we're here with Abby Weems of the band Potty Mouth. Hey. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's great to have you here. Uh, you know, there's uh, we talked about this before the show. There's a little bit of an elephant in the room and that online you're known as Aberdeen Weems. <laughs> and I have just fallen in love with that name as a, just a literary thing. I want to... I want to become a novelist just so I can write a character called <laughs> Aberdeen Weems. Yeah, do it. So I'll try not to say it. I'll try. We agreed that I would try and just call you Abby because that's your rock and roll you moniker. Can if you want to. If that's what I'm saying. So if I have to, I will refer. I, it might come out. But <laughs> uh, but uh, now, uh, as I said, you have eight songs mm-hmm. that are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And uh, would you mind playing just some chords or something while I read sure, the titles yeah. of your songs? Yeah. Song number one, Cherry Picking. Song number two, Creeper Weed. Song number three, The Bomb. Song number four, Long Haul. Song number five, Truman Show. Song number six, Sleep Talk. Song number seven, Bullseye. Song number eight, Not the Girl You Thought. And those are... Abby's eight songs. They're all potty mouth songs? There are seven potty mouth, one random song that I wrote maybe like a month ago. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, and we'll find out what that is as we delve into those. Those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, the answers to the questions asked throughout the show. And we have some, you know, some cool people in to ask questions. Mostly they're friends of yours. Mm-hmm. I have one uh, friend of mine. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm kind of friends with, I, I, I love <laughs> Shireen Lonnie Yunus, who's going to be on the show from yeah. the Ethnically Ambiguous podcast. She was a guest on our show. But mm-hmm. I don't know if we qualify as friends yet. Maybe okay. after this episode. Maybe. Um, <laughs> we're definitely online friends. We like each other's stuff all oh, the time. Okay. So, so I you guess. You guys are friends yeah. then. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, and then we're gonna have Derek Mears, a, a, an actor of note. He's the he was uh, Jason in the reboot of Friday the Thirteenth, and fans of Starburns Industry stuff will remember him as Kick Puncher from Community. Hell he yeah. gets a kick out of how much I love that role, but <laughs> he'll be in here, and we, we acted together many years ago. We'll talk about that. And who else? We have some friends of yours. Who else do we have joining us? Yeah, we have Allie, who plays bass in Potty Mouth, and then we have our friend Ben Katzman, who... Is a character, yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, you already I can know. tell he's going to be fun. Yeah, we know him from Massachusetts, so he's seen us since the beginning. Um, and then we have Mary Kobayashi who is a friend that I made out here who's also in a band. Called? Uh, Bad in Bed. Bad in Bed. Yeah, which I just started playing bass in, actually. So you play bass in Bad in Bed. Yeah, I haven't played a show with them yet. but If, if you play bad bass in Bad in Bed, it could get crazy. <laughs> no, I play okay. good bass. Good so... bass. <laughs> so you're good in bass yeah. in Bad in Bed. Yeah. Got it. And who else? We have one more. Who's and then ju- Alyssa is going to call in later. Alyssa's the wild card. Mm-hmm. She's the wild card. She's the last minute sub. <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it's not like we had some big rock stars drop out on us at the last minute. But if we did, we, you know, we wouldn't brag about it. So anyway, so those are the people who are going to be asking the questions. And, other, and then the last question comes from you. And you've provided it here. It's in this envelope. Yes. Well, I don't know what it is. It will be answered by the last song on the board. Okay. So now we come to my question. I always start off. The host always asks the first question. And my question, my questions, uh, they take up a they they certainly take up a huge amount of intellectual space for me. I am constantly the month leading up to this. I'm just always thinking about what am I going to ask? What am I going to ask? Things happen to me. I'm like I'm going to ask about this. This is. This is intense. And then I'm like, oh, is that something I really want to talk about? And I go back no, and forth. I go back and forth. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll give some context here of wh- where we are. So f- people who've been following the show know that for the last month, the last series of shows, we were, out, we were in what I was calling the liminal space of not knowing. We were recording guerrilla style all over these different studios. And now this is the first time we're back at Starburns. Feels so good. <laughs> yeah. It's a good the show. We love it, and it's so good. <laughs> and this is the first of our next series of eight. We finished up our last series of eight with Chris Price, and you are the. Uh, this will be the first question Ooh. of the next sixty-four. I feel special. Our sort of <laughs> pop oracle I Ching, if you will. And so, so I've, already with that, that feels like the, the stakes seem a little heightened for this first question in a good way because the mics are going to work and everyone, you know, it just feels yeah. good to be home. Also, in the time building up to this, between the last one and now, something happened to me that I feel like I have to talk about. I don't want to talk about it, but I feel like I have to. Okay. Um, I live in space. I live in a small <laughs> town, Olympia, Washington, and I have been the target of harassing... Like, see, this, I always hedge. I've been the target of harassment from in, and I'll, maybe that's my question in, in a certain way. And the flavor of it has been a lot of online attacks, rumors, attacks of projects, and like whenever I hmm. stick my head up. And I've talked about it on different shows. The most recent thing was that the president of the local downtown neighborhood association posted this thing accusing me of having multiple restraining orders against me, which is a really scary thing because I don't. And it's easy to check. I mean, 
anyone who looks online, you can check anyone's legal record. If someone has a restraining order against them, they don't, our justice system doesn't keep that a secret. It's out there. Right. That's the whole point of having a restraining order. (laughs) So everyone knows, look out for this guy. Yeah. And I had to like hire an attorney and cease and desist and well that's being dealt with and I, everything I try and deal with with my question I am always trying to think of like what's the macro and the micro especially mm-hmm. if I'm asking it here it has to be more than just about me so think about this as a dynamic if you're listening and you have been the target of something that someone's spreading lies about you that make you look dangerous and uh, that's my experience and then he start with made it particularly scary for me as he started it off by pointing out that I was Jewish and going after sort of like what? Yeah, it was weird. Like saying, I'm a Jew who thinks other Jews can be anti-Semitic, which flat and newsflash. what? Where is this coming from? I know. <laughs> this is coming from years of a pattern of, of a dynamic that happens in small towns, not just my small town, but definitely happens mm-hmm. in my small town. Has definitely happened to me. And if you become sort of a convenient target of that kind of gossip and harassment. Yeah. It's not even like one person is the perpetrator of it. It's like the system. It's like if you know the kid who was bullied in school, once mm-hmm. you get, you notice that once that kid gets targeted, then other kids who even might not even be bullies, when they feel like they want to be, he's the kid they kick. Okay, yeah. And it's just, and it happens, like I have friends who know me in Olympia as like, I'm the person they come to and they're like, yeah, it's happening to me again too. So it's a dynamic Damn. that happens in small towns, and it's and in this time, and in, like with everything that's going on, I feel like that's got to be happening to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, in and in my case, and this is so. I guess I'm going to ask the question that I want. So yeah, what's your question? So this particular situation came out of something where I was working at a bar with someone who had a crush on me, and I said no to them, and I quote broke their heart. And then their friends started attacking me over this. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But I just, in my world, if you punish someone for saying no, that's sexual harassment. And at the same time, every time that I've said that, people get really bent out of shape and mad at me for saying, you know, I don't know what else I could have done. I just said no to this person. And now, two and a half years later, I'm still dealing with this. Like I, Whoa, two and a half years? <laughs> yeah, I don't work there anymore. I don't have anything to do with any of these people. Yeah. But it's like, oh, someone comes across something online, they see me and they're drunk and they say something and then everyone starts piling on and then it's back in my consciousness again. And I'm having to deal with it. it he posted on the Radio 8 Ball page. So people who listen to Radio 8 Ball, I guess, saw some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're going to be a public person, you got to deal with this stuff. And it's tough when it's mixed if you're in a small town. It, the yeah, you lines blur. It. It's not like yeah. in L.A. where you can just be like, oh, never see you again. <laughs> well, um, that's also kind of the shady part about L.A. Yeah. <laughs> People can get away with a lot of shit. That's true. So I guess that's my question. Not to take up anyone else's space around sexual harassment. And it's really charged. It's always been charged in Olympia the whole time I've, my whole life. But it's particularly charged in the culture right now, sexual harassment as meaning one thing. But to me, my experience is of like, I don't know what else to call it. (laughs) So is what happened and is, and I I, want to say one other thing. I don't even think the person who was, who liked me and got their heart broken. I don't even think of them as being a culprit in this other than that they cried to their friends about it. And then their friends got mad and they didn't know how to stop them. And I don't know if that's like, I don't, there's no perpetrator in this. There's this dynamic that's just, I'm dealing with. Uh, and 
the way it shows up to me, maybe it's just because, like, hypochondria, everyone's talking about cancer and you feel like you got cancer. So everyone's talking about sexual harassment. I think, oh, well, except I've been saying this for years. <sighs> I'm sorry, Abby. <laughs> My question is, 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 what I, is what I'm experiencing a form of sexual harassment? With apologies okay. to everyone who's ever, who might be bent out of shape about that. But uh, now... I'm going to switch into host mode. Now to answer that question, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 we love it. And it lands on song number six. Which one is that? Sleep Talk. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is an old song. This is a a song that came out in 2013. Am I good to just start playing it? Yeah. Okay, we'll see how this goes. Okay, this is Sleep Talk. I don't want to dream anymore My biggest fears creep up on me So 
Oh, no. <laughs> I played it through once last night, and I was like, damn, I don't think I've played this song in like two years. <laughs> well, it tore me to shreds, so is an answer that was very potent. I know. I feel like that was the perfect song for your question. Oh, my God. I really, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I put people through this, so I have, that's why I put myself through it. But, oh, my God. I just, I mean, really, I just kind of want to just cry right now. It was so Whoa, really? Potent. Yeah. I mean, like, first of all, it's totally, well, for, okay, I always ask the artist, yeah. tell me about it, where the song comes from before I get into my interpretation. Well, I definitely, my dreams are always so practical. So, like, I never have these fantasy dream land dreams. And so whenever I have a dream, it's like something related to, like, a social circumstance or something I have to do and... It's always like I'll do the wrong thing or <laughs> or say the wrong thing. And so then when I wake up, I'm, I wake up and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I, like uh, that's exactly what I don't want to happen. So the idea of the song is like, I don't want to dream anymore or like tell me dreams don't come true. Because whenever I have dreams, it's always just based on what I don't want to happen. <laughs> right, right. I don't know if you've listened to the show a lot. My my dad was a dream psychologist, and I have oh, so, this show comes out of the things that I sort of learned about him. And I have so there's a lot of dream stuff encoded into this show. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it just the the song it it sort of when it was in my head, in my head, in my head, it was mm-hmm. it was making me think. Well, maybe I am crazy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, maybe it is all in my head. Well, it's definitely like, fair to say that your situation is harassment. I don't know <laughs> if sexual harassment is yeah. the encompassing term. Right. But uh, definitely harassment. And I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It definitely makes me, I mean, as if I don't, I'd like to think that I didn't need compassion. Like I already had compassion because I, like, as again, I was like, I was a kid. Like a lot of, probably a lot of people who, like I felt, I definitely felt bullied in school when I was mm-hmm. particularly young, and so, you know, I feel like I've always been pretty sensitive to not wanting to put to other people in that way, single people. Right. Out. Like even if someone I don't, even I've gotten in trouble because I've stepped in the middle of things where I don't agree with someone, but I don't like when a mob is attacking anyone. Yeah, kind of thing. But <laughs> fair. <laughs> but the, the the line that got me so hard, and I've also been having super intense dreams the last couple okay, of days. Okay. Uh, particularly since I got to LA, I feel like when I get because I live in this small town, and there's just way less people dreaming at night, and I feel like I pick up on a lot Whoa. of stuff. <laughs> That's some good song lyrics. But uh, what'll to, to what'll happen this time? This is what this is where the macro micro thing is, is that there is this big shift happen. What'll happen this time? To sleep is a mistake. Don't want to be unconscious. Help me stay awake. Mm-hmm. One of the themes that's been coming up, whether it's been talking about the the person the the monster in, in, who's president of the country or about the the individual monsters who've been being outed is people saying, I wish there was a time when I could, I remember like a a time when I didn't have to pay attention Mm. and I wish I could go back to that time. And there's a part of me that's like, well, that's how we got here. You know, (laughs) like you don't get a break from dealing with this shit. Like, no, that's why I mean, (laughs) that's like the people who have been sexually harassed, like that's their lives. They never got a break from it. They're always thinking about it. They're always afraid of it. It's just like men who don't have to think about it, and now they do. So 
sucks for them, but <laughs> yeah. And I guess I mean I guess I mean so that uh, let's uh, let's let's shift a little bit because now we're talking less about the about the song and the interpretation True. and more just Sorry. about the question. No, I, that, that's, you're getting me all pissed off. No, now. no, that's okay. <laughs> this is what I do. I ask. I, I assume there and probably there are people who you're being very nice to me. There are probably people listening out there who's like. Why is this guy even fucking talking? Shut up. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. And I appreciate that. But I but there is that question. If you don't mind, do you mind if I ask you and you know, we can cut this out, but I but but you don't have but you know you don't have to make a statement about it, but what about what's I described doesn't feel and I, I'm totally open oh, okay. to the answer, doesn't feel like sexual harassment. Because I really want to try and figure it out. Like in my my eyes, I'm like, I said no to someone and now I'm getting attacked and I keep going back and trying to figure out what could I right. do different. And all I could do is I could say it could have said yes to this person. <laughs> but I feel like I would have got attacked anyway because the, the violence around per, the whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I, well, okay. what so, doesn't feel like because I really am. I'd love to figure yeah. out how to talk about this with other people who I think okay about it. so. I may not even have, like, the capacity to explain that, but yeah. I I mean, I would say that sexual harassment means, like, being, like, forward with someone, like, touching them in a sexual way or talking to them in a sexual way that makes them feel threatened and maybe, like, in that circumstance where that person asked you out and then you said no— um, no, it was more. It went, it went on. It continued over. Yeah, yeah. It like if they were like pressuring you or saying uncomfortable things to you, like about how you like they want to do this to you, or like I don't know, like that is sexual harassment. Where whereas like I don't know the details right. of your no, circumstance, no, I, but I, yeah, harassment like that is just uh, like what that situation sounds like to me is just straight up harassment where it's not it doesn't have like a sexual connotation except for the fact that it's sprouted from her wanting to go on a date with you or being interested in you, and so it's not like the overtone is like I want to dominate you and use you for sex it's yeah, like the overtone that. is like you rejected her and she can't live with that yeah it's more like <laughs> i love you why don't you love me back right um okay cool i mean we could go this is like this is a topic honestly this is a topic for as many people as there are alive on the planet right now to have in many different permutations and figure this out. So I appreciate your just being open to my experience. One of the reasons that I take up so much emotional space at the beginning (laughs) of the show is to encourage other people when they ask their questions and they participate to feel free to do so and also to get it out of the way so that now for the rest of the show, this can be all about (laughs) you, Abby Weems, and what your music has to share with people. And I'm really looking forward to figuring out what that all is and meeting all your friends and introducing you to one of mine. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. 
I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.